Hello, everybody. This is the first episode, also a special episode of Bad Blood Baseball Podcast, um, here with Francisco and Lucas. Um, so today, uh, we're talking about the ever-important, always-on-our-minds, Hall of Fame ballot. Um, currently, I don't think anyone uh, is actually polling high enough to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, if I'm correct, I'm going to check it right now, though. There's a, there's a tracker, uh, if I can find it. And, and as a note, before we move forward here, I I just want to preface everything by saying I'm just repulsed by the amount of people who I've seen on Twitter submitting blank ballots. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's a big thing because I've seen what uh, at least one guy, at least four or five, I've four seen. or five, God, because yes. like, because like I see a lot of them invoking, like just talking about in general, like if you're invoking the personality clause in the Hall of Fame, you have, I mean, looking through history at the time, you know, you probably was okay with it, but still, you have people that were like, I know someone was like a KKK member that's in the Hall of Fame for baseball. Yeah. And I know that there's obviously like Ty Cobbs and other people. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And that, yeah. And, and, yeah. And I guess um, for their time, you know, it, it was it was normal, albeit still wrong. Yeah. You know, the kind of lives they lived, people they were um, in some cases. But uh, I was going to mention... I saw a tweet by you know Buster Only the yeah yeah the, Buster Only the reporter uh, he was he was tweeting in response to one of these blank ballots by a first time voter and he said he said uh, the Hall of Fame is a museum not like uh, uh, exactly not, not a not like a test of your yeah yeah it's not a it's not a representatory um, comprehensive place to show off like it's not like the hall of athens or whatever the hell it's a place that has the history of the sport it's not it doesn't need to have anything special yeah right there's no morality (laughs) test there shouldn't be like a morality test basically because it's just for baseball purposes it's supposed to be separate kind of like separate an artist from uh separate the the artist and person from their art you know exactly that's the most important thing is like right right uh, but like also you just have bad baseball players in there as well Um, yeah, there, there was an era in like true. the 40s and 50s where a bunch of guys who were on the veterans committee were just getting their their guys who were like, oh, he was a good teammate, and they're throwing him in with like 1,800 hits, and he was like never good. There was a guy this uh, year or two ago who was memed on for Harold in. Baines. Nope, Harold he wasn't Baines. good. Sorry, Harold yeah. <laughs> Baines. Like Harold Baines made me mad because the dude was Viscel, but without the defense, so he was just. I can play a long time and hit well, but but like he was a career 289 hitter. Yeah. <laughs> 289 and he made five all-star teams over six. My bad. Six all-star teams over a, what would this be? I think like a 50 year, no, sorry, 22-year career. I don't say 50. A 22-year career, he made it six times. And like, you know, he's not that great. So I think that if we have an all-time great, that was like, you know, good enough before he was suspected of doing steroids. I think that's okay. In that yeah. point, I mean, yeah, yeah go, go onward. Uh, I was going to say, if we're talking about 50-year careers, we have to bring up Ichiro. My man, I mean, to be honest, there are, I think, a number of suitable inductees uh, for the ballot this year, but let's just put Ichiro in already. I mean, we don't need to wait the five years, do we? Yeah, he's like, he's like the greatest I mean, honestly, he's the greatest hitter of our lifetime. We're both the same age, 2020. He's 21, I'm 22. So, um, but like, he is, yeah. uh, I'm setting my ballot in the chat so you can see it. Um, but yeah, he is obviously like a first balloter. Um, I do like that how they kind of wait, like in every sport. It kind of makes sense that you're not all engaged up in their retirement. But yeah, he's going to be a first ballot. If each year is not a first ballot, uh, I, I will burn down Cooperstown. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, you heard it here first. We have someone threatening to burn down <laughs> Cooperstown. Um, damn voters don't agree with me. All right, let's take a look at your ballot, and I'm going to put in... Um, okay. Um, let's up, this uh, is... first, first, let's go over your ballot, and then I'll put in mine. So okay, and um, before we go to my ballot, I would like to tell everybody, as of the time that we're recording, I'm going to screenshot this. Um, we have nobody polling at 75%. The highest right now of known ballots which is at 31.8%, public ballots, 117. Um, Barry Bonds is the highest at 73.8%. So uh, we got some very close Close. tailors, um, uh, which are, who are they? Uh, You got Clemens at 73, Schilling's at 73, and Roland coming in at fourth with 68.3. And then it's like a 20% or like a 12% drop off, 14%. So, but yeah, here we go. So my ballot, pop it up on the screen right now. Uh, I chose Bobby Abreu, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Kurt Schilling. I did I did Gary Sheffield. Oh, I picked the wrong person. Oh, well, Gary Sheffield, you're in. I'll defend him. Uh, Omar right. Riskell and let's Billy Wagner. I think that's five, let's right? See, let's, One, see, two, let's hear two, your four, reasons. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, um, I'll do the easiest one, in my opinion. Um, he's not on many people's radar, I think. What is he pulling at right now? Oh, I closed it. Oh, God. I need to reopen this. Um, Jeff Kent, he's a pulling at 27% right now. I think he's an easy ballot if you look at him. He was kind of an asshole, so that's why I think some people don't like him. Uh, but also, Jeff Kent has the most home runs by a second baseman. And he's he also not in the Hall to, of Fame. He also had to bat right before Bonds, so I mean, that kind of probably made him like more yeah. of an asshole. Don't forget, he won a, an MVP in 2000 in the middle of the Bonds era. The steroid era. Yeah, I mean, and, they. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy how good he was. But yeah. then again, all the stats are inflated in that time period. I yeah. mean, you look back, there are people's names you probably will never hear of in your entire life hitting fifty home runs in yeah. a season. But I don't um, think Jeff Kent was ever suspected of taking steroids. If I'm correct. Oh, but 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 still, there are a lot of people also who will never be suspected of taking steroids that took steroids. Um, you know, most of these people that got caught because of some scandal some corporation yeah that leaked it and and unless you're jose canseco in which case you're fucking stupid and you just tell everybody you know yeah. um everything you know um about everything so mm-hmm. uh moving along you were explaining your ballot votes i'd like to hear your reasoning behind uh putting bonds in bonds is pretty easy greatest storm and hitter of all time and even before he was uh, going to be, uh, what's it called? Even before he was going to be, you know, before he took steroids, he was already going to be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe not the greatest hitter of all time, but Barry Bonds was never suspended for steroids. I don't vote for people that were suspended for steroids, um, the trials and all that stuff. Since we go back to the aspect that he was a Hall of Fame, you know, Hall of Famer already, he is one of the most defining characters of his era from the early 90s to like almost the late 2000s you can't not have him in the cooperstown in the hall of fame because he is one of the most important people of the era yeah good and bad yeah i mean the most damning thing looking just at his stat sheet that tells you instant hall of famer regardless of steroids who else before 1920 had a single season on base percentage of 609 exactly close to it 200 points um, close to it. Almost nobody. Yeah, the uh, one thing I love to cite is uh, uh, God, have you have you seen the John Boyce uh, video about him? About Gwen or Bonds? Bonds. No. There's a great uh, John Boyce video about him uh, where he gets rid of all his at-bats or every hit that he got, every home run that he got in his best season. Uh, the one that he set the walk record. Um uh, he gets rid of all his at bats, but he makes it so that. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that, I... and he still has the highest on base percentage of all time by randomly doing all this stuff. It's a great video. I'll probably put it in the link if nobody has seen it. But like something like that. That's he was already like he has the most. You know how how many more intentional walks does he have than other people? It's insane. He was so it's feared. Imagine how many oh. hits, how many more home runs he would have got. He probably could have eclipsed eight hundred. I say. Not just home runs, but I mean, if you think, uh, I feel as though the OPS would have, you know, gone higher somehow than it is now. 
Yeah, we could take back to the increased slugging percentage with more home runs. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, he has the most walks of all time in baseball history. And don't forget, he still did not hit three thousand home hits. <laughs> yeah, he, he only hit home he runs. Had, he had two thousand five hundred fifty-eight walks. Two thousand five hundred fifty-eight total walks. Yeah. And I mean, six hundred eighty-eight of those are deemed intentional, but yeah, you know, there are always those that are intentional without, you know, not being technically intentional, but pitchers pitching around him, uh, probably more than he was intentionally walked. Yeah. So and and don't forget, he he would easily broke that if he didn't get injured in two thousand five. Yeah. Well, easily. Yeah. So that's like that's an easy one. I mean, honestly, there's so many people that like we have all these people that were rumored to take steroids too in the Hall of Fame as well. Mike Piazza, um, who Pudge got in last year, like he got Mike his nickname. Mike Piazza admitted it. Yeah, Mike Piazza totally. admitted it. Pudge got his nickname because he got so small so quick from his like young years. That's why he got Pudge because he was just getting like bulky so quick. So I yeah. mean, there's so many suspected in there. Let's just throw in the greats that probably took steroids. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to your um, next. So, um, I'm going to go with another one that I think is easy. Roger Clemens. I think everything we just said applies to him. Yeah, except the thing with Clemens is um, I don't like him because... Oh, I hate him as a person. <laughs> and he's an asshole. He's an asshole uh, and he's like a predator too. Yeah, I didn't heard about that part, but um, um, uh, that was one of the character clauses that people are citing is that uh, Richard Clemens apparently dated or was dating a fourteen-year-old when he was in his twenties. That was a country singer. Geez. Yeah, so I don't, I don't like him as a person, but he is, you know, pitched for Boston yeah. and New York forever. Yeah, some of his season single-season numbers are staggering. Of course, yeah. none of them compared to uh, Clayton Kershaw's best seasons. Cough, cough. Uh, but let's, let's look. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> 90 was pretty good. 90 was pretty good. Yeah, no, 90 and two. He didn't even win the Cy Young in 90. He had a 1.93. Let's see, who won the Cy Young in 90? He had a 1.93, but Bob Welsh won. Bob oh, Welsh with a 2.95 ERA. And uh, this is going to be a subject that's highly debated is <laughs> the, the win factor. Oh the yeah. Win factor. His win win to loss record, and we're going on a tangent here, but his <laughs> win to loss record, uh Bob Welch, who won a sign twenty seven and six, two nine five ERA, two thirty-eight innings pitched. Clemens with a whole number ERA lower with a war like eight war higher than Bob Welsh. Holy uh, sh- shinkies. Yeah, Bob Welsh batted only struck out hundred and twenty seven. Uh, he the only difference is Welsh got six more wins. Yeah, uh, Clemens was twenty one and six, and that just shows how that, fucked things were with the with the win to loss yeah. for decades. That, sh- that decades. shows you how volatile people would vote. Be like, oh wow, he got a lot of wins. That means he's a good pitcher. Let's look at the sabermetrics. Oh god, he actually sucked. See, the key is to be Clinton Kershaw and get both, <laughs> because you're yeah. on a championship caliber team every year. Nah, not every year. Not every year. I remember 2011. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did we mention Tim Lincecum somehow? Would you like to factor him in? Would we like to talk about Tim? Lincecum? He has more World Series rings. Hey, Tim Lincecum. Is he still pitching? Uh, he pitched. He got a sign in 2008, right? <laughs> Kershaw. Yeah. Kershaw pitched in 2008 too. Uh, they still must both be around, right? Tim Lincecum was a little older. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, okay, we're gonna have this debate one day. <laughs> Okay, uh, so let's, back let's get on. back to the Hall of Fame ballot, yeah. ballot though. Let's let's decide Clemens, Clemens and Bonds for sure. You know, to mm-hmm. the best roided hitter, the best roided pitcher. Yeah, um, um, I already talked about on. Kent, but greatest yeah. power hitting second baseman of all time. Just like I categorize Mark uh, Mike Piazza, he's in there because he's a good hitter. Jeff Kent should be in there. He's a good hitter at his position, one of the best. I think it, you shouldn't compare Jeff Kent to you know Barry Bonds and crap. Even though they're, you know, he won an MVP during his time. For single seasons, you can compare yeah. them, but just not yeah. longevity and careers. Yeah. Especially playing the position and all that. Um, Definitely. I think, I think the next one that's easy uh, Kurt Schilling. Uh, Kurt Schilling's only in, not in, because he's a very outspoken Republican. Not even a Republican. I'd say he's a very stout, not stout. Uh, he's a very far right man. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. I don't agree with would, anything that he says, but I think as a baseball player, he should be in. 
Yeah, uh, I, have, I have words to speak about Kurt Schilling when we get to my ballot, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Yeah, I think, obviously, he's yeah. one of the best postseason pitchers of all time, not Madison Bumgarner. And, uh, you know, I think just that in general, just that he has, you know, these players have to have their legendary moments. Obviously, Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. He's yeah. just, he's an easy and it's just, he's a bad person, but it's not a personality yeah. contest. As we said, he's a great baseball player. Um, yeah. so I see what I did, um, accidentally right below it. I meant to mark Sammy Sosa, not Gary Sheffield. Um, Ooh, that makes things a bit more controversial. Uh, Sammy Sosa, a Cuban white man now, I think. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but, uh, Sammy Sosa, I think, uh, should be in. He's got, you know, I, I can see how we don't have Mark McGuire in the Hall of Fame. He had, like, two good seasons. He was just, like, a power hitter that didn't have any career length. He had, like, a, he was, like, very good for a while, and then he only had 1,600 hits. He didn't, he wasn't good past the age of, what, 33? No, no, sorry, 35. But he was only good from, like, 35 to 23, but he only hit home runs. He was not a good average hitter. He yeah. batted a career 263. So I can see why yep. Mark McGuire is not in there. But Sammy Sosa, on the other hand, had a long career, and he had a lot of hits and a lot of home runs. He got over 600. Mark McGuire wasn't even close to that. He almost, also almost set one of the uh, the RBI record, too. He had 160 in one season. The RBI record, I think, is 192. So he's getting close to that. Um, he only won one MVP, though. Because uh, yeah. the, the year that he hit 64 home runs and 160 RBIs, Bonds hit 72 home runs. <laughs> yep. Um, as we mentioned before, we're going to talk about some insane numbers, especially with this Hall of Fame class. Yeah, because um, you have all these leftovers. That's the thing is you have this doldrum period of the current guys getting on the ballot right now. Like these next, like the, this year is not a good year for first balloters. I don't think that there's going to be a first ballot this year, though I think some of the guys should eventually get in. I don't think that they should be first ballot Hall of Famers because that's something that should be awarded to great players. Remember, Vladimir Guerrero is in a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's and true. So that's I don't think I don't think Todd Helton should be. I think he's a carryover anyway. I don't remember actually, but um, oh yeah, first year in ballots in parentheses. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think I voted for a first ballot actually. Yeah, and there's nothing I know. Yeah, I didn't. I did not vote for first uh, ballot. I, so. I think I think I I mine is the same. Um, all right, so um, uh. How, 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 who else would you like to speak of? So I just talked about, what was that, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa, um, Omar Vizquel, best defensive shortstop um, of all time. Almost. I would put, obviously, the wizard next to him, Ozzy Smith, but uh, those two are the best. His career longevity is great. I, I, he was a great shortstop until, like, his, what, early 40s? Yep. And... I mean, he was still serviceable. He's playing on teams, so I mean, he has he has the Harold Bain kind of thing, but he actually was valuable on both side on one side, way more than other people. He never won a World Series, though. Uh, I don't think so, if I'm correct. No. Um, that's what a lot of these guys. If you look at them, the only people that really won a World Series what was Shillings. Um, I think that's it. Shillings, Clemens, I think won one, maybe. Um, I feel Clemens like that's definitely yeah. Clemens, Clemens won one, I think. Uh, I don't know, but uh, that's a lot of thing that I see that like is not direct, but a lot of a lot of people that are like still okay. on the ballot. Um, I'm gonna stop you there because I just found out something significant. Clemens not only won one Cy Young, he won he, six, seven, seven Cy Youngs and yeah. an MVP. Yeah. He so. won All Star, yeah, All Star MVP two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he has the second most Cy Youngs all time, or does he have the first? I forget. I think it's he might be, be first, first because Nolan, Nolan Ryan only has five, I think. No, um, I the, think the, the Cy Young wasn't around. <laughs> he never um, won one. It was around. Uh, he just never won one. The only one I can think of that might have almost as much as Randy Johnson, but looking here, he has five. Yeah, so I think Randy Johnson's number two. Roger Clemens, and then Randy Johnson has one at five. Yeah. So, I mean, he has the most all time. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like, he's one of the greatest, but he took steroids. But hey, you got a lot of men because he identifies that era. You can't tell the 90s and the early 2000s and even the late 80s without Roger Clemens. He won two World yeah, Series. Like, 
just a fact check. It is. It is. We got it right. It's seven for Clemens and five for uh, Johnson, first and second, respectively, of all time. Yeah. Um, though, as a, as a side note here for Cy Young, uh, I just want to make it clear because I, I don't hear it spoken about enough these days. If you're um, talking up not, uh, the certain uh, person. Seven years later, uh, Mr. Clayton Kershaw has won three it. Cy Youngs. But in all honesty, um, he should have won 2012. So he should have won four straight Cy Youngs. But uh, everybody was so fascinated with Mr. R.A. Dickey and his, and his little fancy knuckleball that everybody was like, oh, my God, it's a great knuckleball pitcher. And he got that biasy and plus New York and everything. So um, anyways, and back to the, the Dodger tangent. Oh, yeah. I don't think we said yeah. this at the beginning, but we we're called <laughs> Bad Blood Baseball because he's a Dodger fan and I'm a Giants fan. I'll probably add this in there somewhere um, at the beginning. Um so that they actually know but um or it'll be another podcast we'll say that might be the first one out but uh yeah continuing on with that uh oh i can make it i can make a francisco madden one word <laughs> ryan braun 2011 anyway uh, that is three words and i will not stand for this you promised you would not talk about this specific thing you signed you signed an agreement that this would not happen oh sorry sorry I just, you know, a good player that took stairs. <laughs> anyway, a good um... player. A good player. What words you have for this man? Oh, uh, I hate anyway, him too. I'm Don't gonna, worry. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna forget you said that. Uh, okay. Good player. So All going right. on from Viscell, right below him, I got Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner, uh, what third best closer of all time? I'm calling him. Um, I think all the old closers are overhyped. Dennis Eckersley can uh, sh- screw off. Uh. Was he the closer? I forget. I think he was a starting pitcher that turned closer, right? Yeah, yeah. He can screw off. Um, I think he's overrated for his career. Um, I don't like that he's that much. He had a 350 career. And he sucks in MLB The Show. Exactly. That's the most important part. And and Wagner's always been my MLB The Show bullpen the entire year. Now look, Wagner sucked in the playoffs, but how many good playoff teams was he on? Not that many. They probably would (laughs) have lost without him. I don't really care about your – I mean, if you did good in the playoffs, that means, you know, that gives you a bump. But remember, Billy Wagner broke his arm and changed to switch throwing with his other hand. And also, he was a guy that retired really good. He was really good when he retired. And he was like, I'm not retired because I'm not good anymore. I'm retiring because I think I've done everything I've wanted to in baseball. His final $92 year, million dollars is enough for me. <laughs> his final year, he had 37 saves with a 1.4, sorry, a 1.43 ERA. At 38 years old. Yeah, that's his his whip. 0.86. His home Mm. run nine was 0.6. Like he should have won probably like Rollade's relief, maybe I bet, um, or whatever the hell it is, Rollins. I don't know. But he he could have played for at least three more years. I feel. But you know, he was at that point where he's like, hey. I think I've done everything I wanted. I've done everything I've wanted to. I'm going to retire. I mean, can you really blame somebody who's made like a hundred million dollars for wanting to retire? And, yeah, you know, and not spend time with his family. Lifestyle, exactly. Exactly. His career whip is 0.99. That's pretty good. His career ERA is a 2.31. He has 422 saves all time. Like, I I, I just think that overall he is one of the. Uh, one of the best, like, just relief pitchers in general. Uh, and it's easy to put him in there. I just think a lot of people, like, look at his career and just like, oh, I don't think he deserves to be in. But, yeah, he's sixth all-time in saves behind yeah. Francisco Rodriguez. I, mean, I would put it in this way. If Mariano Rivera gets uh, 100% of the vote, yeah, uh, Billy Wagner gets at least 75. He eclipsed 400. I feel like that's kind of like the number for closers. Getting over 400 is kind of like your shoe in. Um, I mean, FK might be in. Do you think K Rod will get in the Hall of Fame? I feel like he should. Francisco Rodriguez. Yeah. I need to. You know what? I'm not well versed enough with his stats. Uh, 437 um, saves. Yeah, 437 saves. 2.86 ERA. He didn't have as high of a war, but that doesn't really matter. He was. It's just because he sucked in his last like two years. <laughs> last couple of years. But I think yeah. I think uh, he had problems too. He had like 
yeah, he like what beat up his girlfriend's dad who <laughs> got in a fight with him. But uh, he's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> problem I think with uh, closers and beating people. <clears throat> Roll this, Chapman. Uh, uh, Osuna too. <laughs> Ken Giles but punching himself in mention, the face in the middle of the uh, game. <laughs> yeah, and then of course the uh, the child rapist apparently from the pirates who continue to get screwed in every which way possible, whether it's by trade or or or, or be exposing God. players for being child predators, or yeah. Chris Archer, which is his own anomaly. God. Yeah, Pittsburgh is just cursed. Oh yeah, didn't um you heard about uh their prospect, right? Off this is off topic. Just wanna you. you heard of that prospect that they have, right? That gotten a DUI and killed two people? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did hear yeah. about that. They're just cursed. Don't play for Pittsburgh, they, kids. They are cursed. You're here first. Don't play for Pittsburgh. We're going to no, put that no, right on this, the screen right now. This, this has been reiterated many times. <laughs> this isn't the first time that's been said, I can promise you. That's why you don't um, name a team the Pirates. You've upset many dead British sailors. They haunt the team forever. Facts. Okay, so I've done Shillings, Sosa, Viscale, Wagner, Kent. Jones. Uh, Jones, Jones is easy, baby. Um, he is. If he didn't suck at the end of his career, if he didn't have the worst decline ever, he is easy Hall of Famer. But you know, if you look at Andrew Jones, he just he just like hit thirty and then just died, pretty essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Because he wasn't a great hitter, but he he hit home runs. He was serviceable. But you know, how many Gold Gloves? Ten. Ten Gold Gloves. Do you have ten Gold Gloves? Five All Stars, a Silver Slugger. That's pretty impressive. I mean, he did hit only 1,933 home runs, but I would still take him over Harold Baines at his peak any day. He pulled a Sergio Romo and Brian Wilson. He went to the Dodgers and just fucking fell off the map. Uh, and Jason Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get off this talk. Just topic as soon as we get on it. Um, so yeah. okay, Andrew Jones, yeah, he's he deserves, I think, at the very least, a high percentage vote. I don't know if he's going to get in, but yeah, good. I don't think he'll get in. I do like what's his name more, Fred McGriff, who fell off the ballot. I like him way more than Andrew Jones, but I feel like I I like using ten because I feel like that there should be enough people to vote for at that point. Um, and then as we both Abreu. know, yeah. Oh, Abreu. Yeah, I was going to go with someone else first. Yeah, Abreu. I want to end on someone else. Uh, Abreu, I feel, he has his defining moment, although be it um, not as great. He was had that awesome uh, home run derby. Um, he's only a two-time yeah. All-Star. One gold glove and one silver slugger. But he has a 60 war. But Pretty he high batting yeah. average as well. A two, uh, yeah, a 291 batting average. Remember, And he didn't play for one year, yeah, when he was 39. Um, but 400 yeah. on base percentage is pretty impressive too, almost. Yeah. yeah, almost a 400, almost a, a little low on the slugging, but his OBS Plus was 128, which I think is pretty nice. 400 stolen bases, 288 home runs, and he played in the steroid era. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I, he played from... nine. His prime was 96 to about 2006, if I were to say. 2006. I'd say to like 2009 when he was 35. I remember him a lot with the Angels, though he was old actually back then. But yeah, that was like his prime, and that was like pretty much the extent of the steroid era. All maybe a little bit earlier, but his his whole like main prime was in the steroid era. So yeah. he hit 300. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six times during the steroid era. Uh, and he's not linked to any steroids. Same with Jeff Kent. Both of them great hitters from the steroid era so they get overlooked because if it if the steroids were i think they'd be great um but yeah i think i i just really have a, a soft spot in my heart for bobby brave for some reason i don't know i feel, I feel like he's a good guy too as well yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah. know don't quote me on that i don't want to look at his wikipedia now um breaking news bobby abreu arrested for dui killing 800 people god damn it why did he pilot that plane bobby abreu <laughs> bobby abreu why'd you become Actually, a pilot Casually takes a few shots and flies plane. Um, yeah, he 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 is never list. He uh, sorry, list. I don't think. Okay, so it was rumored he used creatine. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, sure, sure, creatine. Yeah, let's let's use that now. Let's use that as an excuse. Um, 
uh, finally, last but not least, a dear, a dear image of our childhood that we saw a lot. Todd Helton. Yes. I think Todd Helton should be in because he's the best Rocky of all oh, time. Yeah. Um, outside of That's Larry Walker. The only reason you need is but he, he is the Rocky. Yeah, he is the Mr. Rocky because like Larry Walker played for the Rockies and he's really good with them, but he's not, he didn't play his whole career there. He didn't even, he played like half of there. There's, but like, you know, Todd Helton is, you know, he, the Coors effect happens, but outside of Coors, he probably still would have been like a 300 hitter. 100%. Like, like, I feel like there's just, he was just such like an impactful, and he's a good guy too. Yeah. I think, I think all, I think his problem was that he got like some DUIs, but he looks like a DUI kind of guy. So I, you know, I'll give him to it. He looks yeah. like he drinks. You put up the numbers and he's the face of the franchise. That's all you yeah. need. Yeah. So. If you're like, you can't, you know, you can't talk about the Rockies history without talking about Todd Helton. Bad. And he was part of the <laughs> only Rockies world series team or was yeah. it the only one? Yep. Only one. Yeah. And, and don't forget, don't forget. He batted 372 with 150 RBIs and Barry 42 Bonds. home runs in 2000. During the steroid era, albeit he was in Rocky Mountain High, but the Coors effect is kind of dying down after Larry Walker got in, Mr. SpongeBob shirt. I think he deserves to be in just because, you know, six, six, he has a 62 war. I think the Hall of Fame average is like, what, 60? What's the Hall of Fame average war? I think it's like 59, maybe. Here we go. Well, I, I can tell you uh, Kershaw's is sitting at 69.6. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kershaw's Kershaw's is obviously a Hall of Famer. We don't need a, we don't need to bring him up. Anyways, Kershaw's the lowest career era. It's, yeah, it's is. between fifty and seventy is the average WAR. Um, so I think anybody over sixty should have a yeah. very yeah. easy time getting it. And he's sixty-two, so almost sixty-two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kershaw's, that's that's my our very up and down tangent of me talking about who I think is in the Hall of Fame. All right, I'm gonna show so you guys lot... the right ballot. Okay, that's gonna be my thing. I'll show you the right ballot. Okay, and now. We have Francisco's. All right. So before I put mine on the screen here uh, to show, um, I want to say a lot of these are, I pick seven and uh, most of them are, well, most of them are the same ones he did, but they are some exceptions. Okay. Oh. Ooh, I like... So you have an actual guy suspended for steroids is the only difference. Where yeah. Where I think I really I really want to vote for him, but he was suspended for steroids, so that kind of pulls him off for me. So let's start. Well, do you want to talk about your other ones first and then get see, to him, or the other way around? Talk statistically about everyone on this list other than Sheffield and uh, Ramirez. Um, I would say Todd Helton for me. Um, all statistics and logic aside, I think, you know, there's one reason why you put this man in the Hall of Fame, and that is that viral, amazing video of him just juking the fuck out of the runner on first, uh, <laughs> hiding hiding the ball trick, just legend. He's, legend, he's, automatic Hall of Fame. He's just like that. one of the smartest. Like, yeah. he's, he was mis- he knew a lot about baseball. Yeah, he could have hit 200, that one highlight. Boom, Hall of Fame, 100%. Boom. Anyway, um, moving on, Barry Bonds. Um, he's um, he, he has the home run record, and he has the stats, and you can't argue against it. And we've we've been over this time and time again. Um, everybody on Twitter has been over it. Every single year come the Hall of Fame ballot time, it's always the same discussion. And, you know, it gets old after a while, especially knowing as a baseball fan, most baseball fans want Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. So um, that's what I'll say about him. Uh, now, Manny Ramirez. See, Manny Ramirez holds a special place in my heart as a Dodgers fan because he electrified, although his time was short compared to the other teams he played for with the Dodgers. Manny Wood. Uh, Manny Wood. There's a reason that name is remembered. Uh, he electrified. He was Manny. He did stupid, weird, cool things on, on the field. Um, and he's memorable. And yeah, he seems like he is a baseball personality you want in the Hall of Fame. He takes steroids, but I honestly would maybe put him in the Hall of Fame down the road he, once I get one of my once me, I get Bonds in. Once I want Bonds in first is my thing, and then I'll vote for Manny. The the thing is, I look at Manny 
as if it were Yasiel Puig in his first ever month in 2013, but extended over a long period of time. He was on um, the failed Dodger runs of the late 2000s, which was yeah, a, a mean, fun time for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to go in this episode onto a rampage about Dodgers ownership, Dodgers just front office stupidity during that period of time. Oh, we'll have we'll uh, have a nice decade breakdowns we'll, from we'll, us. We'll have a nice decade breakdown, but in short, he uh, he somehow managed to um, you know help us win games in the postseason and make it to the NLCS um, and lose to the eventual um, 2009. It wasn't the eventual World Series champions, but the Phillies beat us and lost to the Yankees. Um, so there's that. Anyways, uh, Omar Vizquel, uh, defensive legend, uh, you know, he, he, he could swing the bat, uh, and he did it for many years. And in the eyes of most baseball fans, that's enough. As long as you have, a, if you have a super long career and you have a great offensive and defensive value, not, doesn't have to be the 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 most home run hitting machine out there. You know, he doesn't have to be Barry Bonds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he deserves induction. Uh Schilling, um, Lucas mentioned the bloody sock. That's what I was gonna mention. I was gonna say all he needs is that bloody sock moment, just like how Helton needed that 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 uh <laughs> King moment. Schilling needed that uh bloody sock moment and he's an automatic Hall of Famer for me. And besides that, um Amazing, fantastic pitcher, clutch pitcher, um, uh, great regular season pitcher as well. Um, so that's why he deserves induction. Andrew Jones, it's been talked about. Uh, Gary Sheffield. Um, yeah, I'm gonna me- I'm gonna meme on this one a little because I know he um, he he, <clears throat> he he definitely shot up uh, a ton. Um, <laughs> He beat up yeah. who did who did he get in a fight with? I he I lost, but he was like forty. I, I don't remember. I'm gonna look remember. it up right now. Gary Sheffield. I don't remember. It was an Indian because he was on the Yankees at the time. No, he's Detroit. Um, who was it? Is that that's not Cookie, right? Who the who is that? Is that oh that's a legendary fake name? Uh, Francisco. What's his name? Sir Fosto Carmona. Remember him? He had a fake name. <laughs> oh my god. Remember Fausto Carmona? Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I I would say the reason Gary Sheffield deserves induction is that one video online that surfaced on his Instagram, I think. Oh uh, recently. That's what us. almost made was, me vote for him. It with him and his cigar in his mouth, just absolutely fucking baseballs. I, I don't know any way to say it other than he was fucking baseballs He at was night. pissing on them. Badass way possible, you can imagine. Um, like, I do Barry knock Bonds him. does not stand up to what he did that night. Um, I do not... I, I do knock him, though, because his son is one of the most annoying people on baseball Twitter. Oh, yeah. Mr. Gary Sheffield Jr. Let's, let's not discuss this man, shall let's we? Let's not discuss let's this man. Boy. I haven't followed him for two years, and that's all I, that's all I need to say about that. Yep. All right. So moving forward, that's those are the reasons behind my picks, including the more controversial ones. Um, I don't expect many, if any, people to be inducted this year because yeah. of just overall, so many writers are um, pretentious, um, exactly. if not pretentious, and old heads. Uh, uh, I mean, like I said, there was a first-time battler and his that must have been twenties or thirties. Yeah, at he then. was. He was in his, I think, early forties. Yeah, he was young. I mean, that's young for 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 yeah. a BBWA writer. Because yeah, you have to uh, have at least ten years. Yeah. So that said, you know, the just pretentiousness needs to leave the the the, the writers' association. They got to get more competent people voting, um, which you know, knowing baseball is not going to happen for another couple hundred years. Um, but you know, and, and knowing Commissioner Manfred and the decisions he's made, um, <laughs> especially stuck. especially with topics close to my heart, um, as a Dodgers fan, yeah. as, as, as you Dodgers fans out there will will will, will know. Um, but but regardless, um, I would say if anybody gets inducted this year, um, if I had to pick one, it would be Bonds. Um, if I had exactly. to pick one jokingly. 
Manny Ramirez. Yeah, but if, if I, I pick one, Bonds. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd do Bonds too. He's the highest polling right now by a small percentage, 0.8. But um, I, I think he's the one that deserves the most um, at this point since he's polling so high. He won't make it, obviously, um, in my opinion, because I don't think anyone's going to make it this year. Maybe Schilling will shoot up with the old dudes. I don't know. <laughs> he's the one I might think might make it in because he did last year. I think he had a plus-minus differential. That uh, was uh, more favorable last year with the uh, non-pre-deadline uh, releases. He was like, because what was last year? Last year, he ended up at like 73%, I think, or something like that. That was 73 pre. So he's at 70 right now, 73 right now. I think he'll get in yeah. um, if anybody gets in this year. I don't think Bonds will, but uh, I, think, I think this year's just a bad year because you have steroids and you have... A bunch of people trying to talk about how is this it? guy doesn't need to be in because he is an abuser, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're horrible people, but they're part um, of our history. Well, let's let's look on the bright side. Isn't next year's ballot going to include the uh, the big man himself, David Ortiz? Um, easy uh, steroid user. Yeah, um, he'll be in. He'll be in for sure. So at He'll least be we in have everybody loves him. Forward to as, yeah. as baseball fans, at the very least, we'll be able to see a fan favorite get in the Hall of Fame. No yeah. question. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, let's like speaking of. Do you want to talk about? Um, there's two things we can talk about. We can look forward to next year, or I'm thinking we just talk about why we didn't vote vote for a lot of people. Um, I mean, I think I, I would think... say. It, there's so many, especially the newer guys. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the resume. They don't have the longevity. Yeah. Uh, uh, at all that, like, that the uh, old older players on this ballot do. Like talking about, let's talk about the guy that is one of the highest polling, and we both didn't vote for him, which is Scott Rowland. I just always thought of, you know, I remember Aramis Ramirez more than Scott Rowland. Aramis and... Ramirez, I. It, it I I know the name, but like barely. Like I've heard Michael Kadire. He was a yeah. Rocky, right? That's pretty yeah. much all I know about him. If that's but the like, case, yeah. Like Eight like Burnett Marlins World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Like Scott yeah. Rowland has the war. He is better war than a lot of people I voted for. He is better war than Todd Helton. He is at seventy, two thousand seventy-seven hits, three hundred and sixteen home runs, and a two eighty batting average. He was good. I felt like. He, He's just missing something. I don't know what to me. He was a seven-time All-Star and eight-time Gold Glover. He got a Silver Slugger. He won the 2006 World Series with the Cardinals. He has a lot of stuff I want. I feel like once I get more of these steroid guys in, I'll like him more. But I just I just don't feel at this point I want to vote for him. I think that's pretty controversial because if I'm someone that's not me looking at him, I would pick him over a couple guys I voted for, like Jeff Kent or whatever. Um, people have picked him over. Uh but yeah, I feel like I feel like he's one that will get in eventually. He's at sixty-eight right now, almost sixty-nine percent. Um, he's looking on the way there. Depends how he goes with the older guys, but there are way worse players. I think that he deserves to be in eventually, but not right now. That's that's pretty much how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, on a weird tangent here, I was thinking about Dan Heron, and I remember he. Ended his career with the Dodgers, um, I believe. Uh, no, I think. Years back. Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. He played for the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't end um, his career with them. Some, okay, for some reason, I thought that he threw a no hitter with them, but then I realized that wasn't the obscure pitcher I was randomly thinking of that threw a no hitter a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That would have been Josh Beckett. Do you remember Josh Beckett? I I don't remember him throwing a no hitter. God. He threw. Yeah, he threw a new hit, no hitter in uh, 2014. God, against the uh, Phillies, actually. Damn. Yeah. Um, you know who's on the ballot next year? Tim Lincecum. <laughs> oh boy, that's. Uh, I I know that in your heart you want Timmy in the Hall of Fame, but oh yeah, at my gonna... heart I think his stuff should be in the Hall of Fame, which it is, and that's all that matters. You can't you can't tell 2018 2019 without the two time Cy Young Award winner Tim Lincecum and 2010 he had one of his you know the performance with the Braves but yeah looking at next year um people that will get in the Hall of Fame uh David Ortiz David Ortiz only has a 55 WAR but he does have how many hits 
2,400 hits and 541 home runs. Yeah, he's the best yeah. DH ever. No um, question. Yeah. No question. Not even uh, Edgar Martinez can yeah. stand up. Because David just had that pop. Um, Teixeira is on the ballot. Um, but here's the three that just looking at next year that I like. Um, A-Rod's on the ballot. I'm going to vote for him. Same thing. He was suspended for steroids, though. Um, I might vote for him. But he did have 696 home runs. He's gonna be a bomb. He's gonna be a bond situation because his talent yeah. was almost up there. And I mean, yeah. I mean, he was suspended for it, and that goes against what I've been talking about. But like, six hundred ninety-six home runs. And you he's... can't. And and a plus a plus defender for uh, at, at at some points in his career at shortstop at and third base. He was a plus defender yeah. at points. Yeah, multiple Gold Gloves. Um, you know. Just a ton of MVP, Silver Slugger, mm-hmm. MVP votes, All Star appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he has the resume. He has a World Series ring. Um, he won Player of the Year three times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think he should get in just on the same validation that we give Bonds. Yeah, just because exactly. some of his numbers are just kind of ridiculous when you look at them. Even These before. Are not- have yeah even before the steroids i mean that's the pitfall of of i mean there's so much talent that you know Mm. a rod and bonds and um probably a few other guys at least were superstars already before steroids and then they were just too greedy and and they and they they did something that Mm. you know honestly shouldn't have been done but you still can't in in my opinion, you know, you still put him in the Hall of Fame baseball yeah. museum. Um, and I think uh, I think once Bond gets in, there will be a more acceptance for the steroids guys. Once the oh, first yeah. definite gets in there, um, so basically wait till Manfred dies, and yeah. we're good. Um, and then outside of those two, uh, J Roll, I like, I like Jimmy Rollins, iconic Philly, iconic Philly, uh, former Dodger and Giant. Um. So he both get. I think he should get in. He only had a forty war, but he he was just like one of the best shortstop. He was in the Giants. Yeah, he was on the Giants spring training for his last season, and then he was in the he's AAA. Not even on the baseball reference for anything. Yeah, no, he for... played for them in spring training, and he was on the my AAA for no, no, they released him before the season started. So he was on. He didn't make the team, and then they he retired pretty much. He was on a significant decline for a number of years, yeah. but his last amazing season was uh, actually. It looks like like his best season in 2007. Um, that was his last amazing. Uh, when yeah. He put up amazing numbers, but he definitely put up solid numbers for a period of time spanning like 12, 13 straight years with the Phillies. So exactly, yeah. Um, and then the other one, there's one more guy I probably would put in. I feel like he's right on the edge though, but I'm gonna put him in. Uh, Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan, isn't that that pitcher closer? Minnesota Twins for a while, Giants for a while. Oh, he, he's yeah. like almost ranked all time, but his numbers are pretty good for a closer. I like him. Papel Bonds up next year. I don't like Papel yeah. Bonds. He's on the I mean, fringe. He was a dominant, but he didn't have longevity. He was out of the league by thirty-five. I was going to mention. Let's backtrack a little to Joe Nathan. I mean, we were talking about Billy Wagner. Mm-hmm. Um. Joe Nathan has the stats. He just doesn't have enough years of those stats, I think. He has just there's years you see him with like four ERA two one and then four again. Yeah. Or a three and then he had a string of really good years, like seven good years, but that was pretty much you know, he, I don't think he had enough years to validate yeah. that. Worst trade Worst trade in recent Giants history. But uh Joe Nathan got traded for AJ Pierzynski for one year. Ooh, but 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 no, you're wrong because he actually threw four innings for the Giants with no ERA and five strikeouts. Uh, no, he was okay with the Giants. That's a ten. That's a ten strikeout per nine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but but we traded him for a half a season at AJ Pierzynski. Ah, I see. I and see. look at what he did in Minnesota. But I think I think he's an edge. He's an edge guy for me. Um. I mean, I don't know who's. I'm not even gonna look at 2023 because we're gonna get way too long into this. But I think that um, he's an edge guy for me next year. But yeah, for for this year, not really, not really looking into it too much. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna try to get those steroid guys in. I don't really care outside of that, man. 
I mean, I respect the hell out of Papelbon for starting the fight with Harper, but he's still an asshole. Yeah. But yeah. Linking back, yeah, back to this year. I think, if anything, I might, I may eventually add Manny to mine. Because um, Manny and Sosa are kind of going back and forth, but Sosa has the home run numbers, which I really like. And that one season of him and, you know, that iconic, you know, has an ESPN for 30 for 30. That's his moment. <laughs> he has the uh, yeah. season he did with, uh, you know, the summer of him, Bonds, and Maguire. That's just insane. Yep. So, it is. But yeah. Uh, I think I think that might be it for this. Yeah, we've gone on for uh, quite a while here. <laughs> yeah, the... we're we're going around almost fifty fifty two minutes. Um, but yeah, I think I think on all uh, there's a lot going on with this ballot, a lot of pretentiousness with the voters. But I think I don't think we're missing too much with our ballots. Yeah, I think um, you know, these are obviously more reflective of baseball vote or baseball fans than the uh, voters, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as a fan, we can hope and we can dream just like each one of you out there is your favorite team. And you may have to wait many years for them to win a world series. Cough, cough, Mariners. Um, but, Indians. <laughs> but the wait is worth it. I can assure you. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's worth it. I suffered, uh, many long years of the Dodgers just getting to the playoffs and losing and getting mm. to the playoffs being the best team and losing. Um, you know, yeah. so as a baseball fan, there's many turmoils you must go through, but there's many joys in baseball. And as a baseball player, the biggest joy probably is, other than getting a big, bad paycheck, getting into the Hall of Fame. You know, be among the likes of yeah. Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, um, Derek Jeter. All, all, uh, fuck, uh, freaking, uh, Hank Aaron, you know, <laughs> all the greats. Why, why was I, why Willie was Mays. I, stuck? Willie Mays, Willie McCovey, um, just so many legends. Uh, so, uh, on that note, I think we are going to end the podcast. What do you say? But yeah, I think that's it, man. Um, thanks for watching. If anybody actually watched this far, um, and we, we hope to see you weekly. Uh, subscribe, follow us on whatever. Um, I'll have both of our Twitters in the description uh, and I'll have all of our other types of medias that we post our stuff on. And um, we hope to see you back for our next one. All right. Peace out.